0: Welcome to Reflections. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Reflections. My name is Michelle Gikanga, and today we'll be discussing teen pregnancies. Now, they have been always happening in Kenya, but for some reason, COVID-19 has made it very apparent that these rates are not to be enjoyed like the numbers are just so shocking. So today we have a guest. She is a mother. She is a parish minister at our very own PCA St Andrews Church. She has two children. One is twenty four, the other one is twenty-one, a daughter and a son. Her name is Reverend Docus Kamau. Welcome. Thank you, Michelle. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. So let's jump right into the questions. So One of the few responses from the public about these high rates of teen pregnancies is that it's the parents' fault, and because children used to be in school, their child used to take care of them, and now that they're home, they have so much time, so then people are saying that the parents are the fault. So what what would you say to this as a mother? As a mother, I would say it's not a,
1: a parent's only fault, because even the teenagers are responsible for their own lives, and the society at large. It takes the whole society to take care of the teenagers and especially the girl herself and also the men who are impregnating these girls, they belong to the society. And so, I think it is some, some soci- societal fabric has been broken And that is why the teenagers are indulging themselves into sex at a very early age. And so it is not, we we cannot blame it on the parents only, we can blame it on the, yes first of all we blame the parents, we also blame the teenagers, we also blame the, 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 the men responsible, and so we would not conclusively say it is mainly the parents who are failing although the parents carry the bigger burden of taking care of their children and talking to them and even counselling them and even making them aware that if you do this, this will happen. Because at school, the teachers pray their role
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also when mm-hmm. they pray their role, roles, even the, 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 even then still there are some children or teenagers who still indulge into irresponsible sexual behavior. Therefore, that is why I'm saying collectively it is a society that is failing. Mm -hmm. So everyone has a role to play so that things would come back. Yes.
0: All right. I'd like a point you mentioned about creating awareness on this particular topic. How do you think we can start this conversation? Now, advice to parents on how they can have this conversation with their teens. So just give them an outlook on how the world is and so that they don't be so naive on the topic. Thank you,
1: Michelle. What I would say is counseling the children or talking to the children is not uh, like a seminar. The way you would organize a seminar mm-hmm. and you, you call them to. To order, it should be an everyday activity, whereby when the parents are are in the house, there is cooking, there is doing the household activities, they are traveling, they are they are in going to church, Mm -hmm. they are coming out of church. It -hmm. should be an everyday activity, not having a set time when the children are cancelled on when they are they are they, they, they are they are made aware yeah. of uh, their own sexuality. Mm-hmm. It should be something that is happening continuously. For example, when a mother or a father are interacting with their teenagers mm-hmm. or when the siblings are interacting, they would just look at each other and then maybe you can joke around with your younger sister and tell her I see your body has this all these features. Mm-hmm. Or how is your friend? Do they have any feature like you have? Or what are you feeling? It should be an everyday activity. It is not a set thing. And so if you make it an everyday thing, right from the very early age, when it comes to teenage, it won't be a problem. Mm-hmm. You go on introducing because when when, when you, you, you bring up a child, you keep telling a, a boy, you are this all that a girl you are this all that so when it comes to teenage you only top up so what I what I mean is that the the, the creation of awareness should not be an an abrupt, an abrupt, an abrupt, uh, abrupt thing abrupt, yeah. it should be something that is continuous mm-hmm. continuously the the the, the 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 people that are around these children mm-hmm. it should be a continuous thing so if it is a siblings When they are talking to their brothers and their sisters, they they, they, they need to continue talking about it. Talking about other matters. And then the the, the issue of sexuality is Mm -hmm. also introduced as you share other things. Mm -hmm. Even as you share a meal, as you you work, as you discuss maybe a nice movie, as you discuss things that are happening in school. Mm Things that are happening around the children, things that are happening in play, things that are happening in all areas of life. It should not be uh, that it is set aside that this time we are here discussing one or two things. Or it should not be like a church service whereby you come to the church and you know we must have a Bible reading, we must have a sermon it, we must have someone praying. No, it should be. a continuous thing, an everyday thing. And when we make it an everyday thing, the the, the, the teenagers or the children go picking Mm -hmm. whatever is necessary in life. Therefore, it should not be... that is an organized thing. Yes, there are times when it should be organized at very special times. Maybe when you have uh, some things in the church, some activities in the church, or maybe when you have youth camps and all that but the, the, the sexuality should be a continuous thing it should mm-hmm. be part of our life at home at school in church everyone should be involved in creating awareness
0: yes thank you you happen to be a mother to both a son and a daughter how were you able to have this conversation with both of them being of different sexes would you say maybe for the daughter you did something different to get the point across than for the son and all that how would you advise a parent who has different sexes of children to go about this conversation with their child normally
1: in a family setting because i've been a mother in a family setting it just comes in uh, just in connection with the first, the, the previous question, mm-hmm. whereby you are talking about other issues, then sexuality comes in. Sometimes children ask questions, mm-hmm. parents should be very frank when they ask questions. For example, in the previous years, when we were young, when a mother came home with a baby, the, 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 the older child would be told. I have bought the child from the market or from the hospital. Mm-hmm. But when we come to today, we should be open. Yes. Telling a child, I got this baby, maybe your brother or your sister, from, 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 from God. Yes. And your father was also involved. Mm-hmm. So you introduce this topic according to the age. You introduce it according to the age. And you also continue creating and building on whatever you say every day. Because uh, sexuality is a very sensitive topic and it should be introduced depending on the age of the children. Children who are very young, Mm -hmm. They, they, they just need to know I have this organ, this organ, this organ and their purposes. So when it comes to teenagers, that is when you build. I told you you have, you, when you grow old, your breasts are going to become bigger. Yeah. That is for a girl. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are going to have hair in the, in the pubic region. And maybe you are going to experience some emotions. That is a girl. Then we, when you come to a boy, Parents need to be very frank from a very early age. Tell them you're a man and that is why you have this organ. It is for this purpose. And when you grow old, it will have another purpose. Maybe for example, when you're talking about the male organ to a small child, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to introduce that. This organ, you use it to urinate. But when you become a big person, it will also be used for one or two. Mm-hmm. other things so yeah. you introduce it depending on the age mm-hmm. so, so that the children are able to grasp what you're saying the children are able to connect with what is just matching with their age therefore the introduction of sexuality to a parent should be done by stages in stages and parents should not hide pretending that the the teachers are doing it. Mm -hmm. It were better if each and every one of us is doing it. So that the children are really prepared for life. But then you have to leave them to make their own choices. Mm -hmm. And you have to hammer a point home that choices have consequences. So whatever choice you make you must hammer it from a very early age that whatever you choose to do be ready to bear the consequences because the consequences will always be there
0: yes i really Thank like you. that actually mm-hmm. you brought the point about how children are brought up in society and it's we're all in society it's our role as Mm. teachers sisters older mentors younger friends peers and all that it's our role to educate one another on this kind of thing Mm. and it's never too early to start even with a two-year-old as soon as they can hear you actually Mm. babies can hear their mothers even when they're in the womb so you just start with these educational things bit by bit you Mm. drop it into conversation in a simple way that they Mm -hmm. can understand Mm. at their age so unfortunately, some are already pregnant now we're at that stage where my daughter, my son is pregnant. Mm. What, would you, what would you advise another parent how they can handle that? Some it may come as a shock, others they might be mm. comfortable with know each parent, different backgrounds, how they take in societal roles and all that. So I'm a parent, my son, my daughter, okay my daughter is pregnant and my son has gotten someone else's daughter pregnant. So how, how would you tackle that?
1: Yes, I am aware that there are some children that become pregnant pregnant at teenie, teenage. Then parents should be very much at peace, because one thing that we have to remember, yes, the burden is on you as a parent, mm-hmm. but wholly the burden should be on the girl who is pregnant. So what the parent needs to do is to just take it easy help this teenage mother to bear the burden. Mm-hmm. Because already when the mother was pregnant, mm-hmm. she knew what the challenges could be. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this is a senior mother with a, with a junior mother. So the senior mother should ju- just relax, which is not very easy. But through God's help, a mother should be able to relax and just help the girl so that she's able to carry on with the pregnancy very smoothly. All the necessary things, exa- for example, the, the prenatal clinics, they should be organized from the mother mm-hmm. because the mother already knows what is expected. Yes, yes. So the mother should not hide her head under the sun under the sun mm-hmm. because the, the, the pregnancy is already there. Mm-hmm the other thing is the girl should be encouraged to carry on the pregnancy she should be encouraged to feed well she should be encouraged to even dress very properly Mm -hmm. she should not hide herself because when something has happened like pregnancy there is no way that she can go back yeah she should be encouraged and she should be supported in all manner of ways and especially the, the, the prenatal clinics, where the girl feels shy, mm-hmm. the mother should be the encourager. Yes, it could be encouraged. it could be very discouraging and very traumatizing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the mother feels like she has failed, but the mother should remember this is a burden that God has given her to carry on. And she should be proud, looking forward to become a grandmother. Or a grandfather, mm-hmm. so the parents should support the girl as much as possible. Most of the prenatal clinics are somehow free, yeah. so the parents should organize and take them to the nearest facility, health mm-hmm. facility where mm-hmm. the girl is. is advised on the things that the parents cannot do. If, if if it is on the on the on the on just how the pregnancy is the health of the unborn baby, mm-hmm. the experts can do that. But my, my word to parents is th- let them relax. Mm-hmm. Let them not be harassed. Let them be proud, especially looking forward to becoming a grandmother and a grandfather. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although it is coming in a very, in a very unusual way, yes. let them just accept it. Mm-hmm. And it is normally said, in, and especially in our culture, you never know who, who is in your womb. could be the president,
0: mm-hmm. could be
1: the savior of the family. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the girls should be encouraged to carry on with the pregnancy up to delivery. Mm-hmm. There should be no case of abortion mm-hmm. because we all know how abortion comes out to be. It can be very dangerous. It can be, even we can lose the girl, we can lose the baby, mm-hmm. and we can also lose both of them, and also the, the organs. The organs that are not fully formed, mm-hmm. they can be just disrupted through abortion. So
0: let the parents encourage their their, their young daughters. Right, thank you yeah. for that. You've touched on abortion which I would have asked, but thank you mm. for mentioning that. Okay. Apart from being dressing myself appropriately and accepting that it's already happened, what would you advise me as a as a girl who's gotten pregnant in a teen? Like how would you encourage me to keep looking to up to life? Like it's not the end. Mm. So some take it as, Oh, my life is over, I can't grow up, I can't be an adult, I can't be what I want to be, career wise and all that. So what would you advise me?
1: I would advise a teenage mother when she is pregnant to just be open. Do not close up. Because we normally say a problem shared is a problem half solved. Mm -hmm. So this girl should approach, approach the mother at all times and the siblings so that she feels that she belongs to the family Mm -hmm. and also she should look forward to getting the baby Mm -hmm. and looking forward to becoming a mother is very exciting and so she should do this with all peace that is from above Mm -hmm. yes the guilt could be there because when everyone is looking at you when everyone knows that you are a teenage mother The girl could be discouraged. Mm -hmm. But she should, first of all, encourage herself in the Lord that, yes, I have done a mistake and I promise never to do it again and I promise to carry it up to the end of the whole journey. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I would encourage a teenage mother to just keep on fighting. Yes, the battle could be hard because. Mm -hmm. even her organs are not fully formed Mm -hmm. I would encourage her to keep on fighting on and going on until she delivers the baby and then she takes care of the baby I would also encourage her to to, to attend clinics because other clinics there's normally a lot of things that take place a lot of counseling a lot of even even uh, she's advised on the feeding she's uh, advised on what to do Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and even to look at the normal signs and the danger signs and uh, she's advised on what to do next Mm -hmm. yes
0: well, thank you, ladies. As you've had it, it's not the end of the world when you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. The child will come. You will nurture the child. Mm-hmm. The child might end up being your best friend, so it's not the yeah. end. You can still pursue your career. You can still be the air hostess. Can still be the journalist. You can still be what you want to be. Mm-hmm. I'll be to the best friend <laughs> behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's let's look at the son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the teen dad. What would you advise him? For the son, mm-hmm. the sh- the son should be reminded
1: that. He has, done, he has not done the right thing. He should have waited until he's of age to get a wife. But this should not make him very guilty. Mm-hmm. Because we normally say when something is done and you cannot reverse it, the only thing you can do is to accept it and move on. So for the son, he should be remri- reminded that he has a baby somewhere
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's a father. And this should sink in his head that he is already a father. Mm-hmm. And he should know that there is an attachment between him and the born baby and also the mother. Mm-hmm. And especially taking care of that baby as a father, it should be his own responsibility. Yes, he could be unemployed, he could be in school, but he should keep remembering that he has a child somewhere. And especially these days, we are having children who are of whatever age, and maybe their mothers are single parents, yeah. the, the, the children are looking for their fathers. Mm-hmm. So for this son, it should sink in his head that he has a baby somewhere, and it is his own responsibility to see that child go ahead and grow well. He should offer support to the mother, or to the teenage mother mm-hmm. in whatever situations. Because uh, impregnating a teenage girl, it could be referred to as uh, some, some, some some kind of carelessness and some kind of irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. But the son should be encouraged that there is th- there is a, a child somewhere who is connected to him. He th- the child has the DNA, his DNA, and so he should take it upon himself Mm -hmm. to see that child grow. And should also encourage the friend that is a teenage mother Mm -hmm. to continue with the journey. Mm -hmm. And when they continue both of them together, that help makes that baby grow well. Yes.
0: Boys, you've to take care of your, your child, your DNA. I mean, it's, mm. it's he or she will become mm. a full human being who will come to look for you one day. So you might as well start with them from the moment mm. they come to earth. Mm. So any parting shots you'd like to leave with us? Yes, the, the thing that I would like to, to 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 say is
1: the teenage pregnancies are happening because something somewhere is not right. Could be the society has failed in a way. Could be we are not doing enough. And so it is upon every one of us to just rise up and arrest the situation. If it is from the church, Mm -hmm. let us not imagine that Sunday school children are not ready for for some information. Mm -hmm. We should give them according to their age even in school the, the 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 school curriculum has something every class has something to introduce and so even the teachers should just do it the way the the set syllabus is mm-hmm. and they should teach it and teach it thoroughly then when it comes to parents mm-hmm. parents should take their mantle they should run with 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 the, with the, with the with the feelings of their children Mm -hmm. let them be friends if you befriend your child whether a son or a daughter whether a father or a mother things go on well they disclose everything Mm -hmm. and they share with you therefore every parent should develop friendship with their children Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, Reverend Dockers, for your time, for your wisdom. We really appreciate you coming to be here with us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, this is part one of a series on teen pregnancies. This was the parents' perspective. We'll look at other perspectives, the boys, the girls, and many more. So stay tuned to more videos, and we'll see you next week on Reflections. Thank
1: you.